Welcome to Take Notes, SMB Global Rating's structured finance podcast and the credit events of your day. Tune in as your hosts, Jim Manzi and Tom Shoplocker, explore hot topics across the structured finance and global markets. Hello and welcome to Take Notes. I'm your host, Tom Shoplocker, and today I'm going to discuss the economic factors supporting the U.S. housing market and what could be in store for us if these drivers were to change course. During 2021, the monthly year-over-year increases in the National Case-Shiller Home Price Index have consistently been in the double digits. The September 2005 high watermark of 14.4% year-over-year growth was exceeded in April at 15%, and new records were hit in each subsequent month through August when home price appreciation, or HPA, was 19.9% annually. The September figure was the first reading to break the upward trend when it was 19.5%. Still high by historical standards, but suggesting that perhaps a softening in HPA is imminent. To put these numbers into perspective, know that the average annual pace of HPA in the US is roughly 3-5%. Moreover, inflation, which recently hit the highest level since 1982, was just under 7% in November. This suggests that housing will only become more unaffordable in the near term. Over the longer term, however, one expects that HPA should settle into a rate consistent with historical norms. The question is, will we experience a gradual transition or instead go through a correction that could lead to outright price declines at the national level? Among the major drivers of HPA is demand from millennials, now the largest generation and starting to form families and make home purchases. According to the National Association of Realtors, millennials continue to make up the largest share of home buyers at 37%. Part of the problem, however, is that there is a lack of new home supply. Although demand for housing has been increasing with the formation of millennial households, the past decade marked a period of underbuilding in the residential housing market relative to the historical average. S&P Global Ratings estimates that there will be 1.6 million starts in 2021, and that this figure will level out at 1.5 million in 2022 and 2023, despite the demand from the millennial segment of the population. Adding to the supply-demand imbalance is the increased cost of building new homes. The labor shortage has been an issue for more than a decade, starting when demand for new homes dried up after the global financial crisis, and many laborers left the home-building industry. The increased cost of building new homes is also attributable to the rising prices of construction materials. While the currently low interest rate environment is helping to offset affordability issues, it is also contributing to price appreciation as buyers seize the opportunity to lock in a low fixed-rate mortgage. S&P Global Ratings forecasts that the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage will increase to 3.4% in 2022 and then to 3.7% in 2023. Higher home prices are being supported by a relatively strong consumer base. Total U.S. household assets were sitting at a chunky $151 trillion as of second quarter 2021, while household financial obligations as a percentage of disposable personal income were 13.8%, down substantially from the high of 18% during fourth quarter 2007. Part of the growth in assets is attributable to the current interest rate environment and fiscal policies put in place to address the pandemic. Speaking of which, lockdown measures, 
put in place to control the spread of COVID-19, encouraged a subset of the population to move from urban areas to suburban ones as households sought additional space and social distance. This de-urbanization is putting upward pressure on housing demand, largely from the subset of millennials who have typically been renters and are now switching to home ownership as they form families. Putting this all together, we estimated a regression that related HPA to several covariates that were either direct or indirect measures of the economic and supply demand factors I just described. Once calibrated to historical data, we carried out two scenario analyses in which future paths for each covariate were assumed. Because we are interested in potential downside cases, we contemplated adverse paths that were not necessarily consistent with any current economic forecasts, but instead coincided with movements in covariates that served to slow down HPA. In both scenarios, prices eventually start to fall, but not until over a year has passed. In the first scenario, prices start to decline after fourth quarter 2024 and hit a 9% year-over-year price decline by third quarter 2026. In the second and more severe scenario, prices start to decline after first quarter 2023 and hit a 14% year-over-year price decline in first quarter 2026. Interestingly, even under the more extreme stress that we considered, HPA hits negative 3.7% quarter over quarter only in 2026, which is shy of the negative 3.8% reading in the first quarter of 2009 during the global financial crisis. We went on to examine the potential ratings impact on certain U.S. non-agency RMBS should home prices fall suddenly. We considered three different scenarios in which prices fall by either 5%, 10%, or 20% at the national level. Our analysis assumes an immediate drop shortly after the consummation of two hypothetical post-2008 RMBS transactions. One, a prime jumbo deal, the other, a non-qualified or non-QM mortgage deal. One should consider that home price declines would likely not be immediate, as we have assumed for purposes of our hypothetical scenario analysis. Rather, a downturn in home prices would likely transpire over the course of months, if not years, as forecast by the regression analysis. Nevertheless, if prices were to fall dramatically, our analysis suggests that the impact on certain non-agency RMBS transactions would likely be limited to two rating category movements. There are similarities between the current pattern of HPA and the 2004 to 2006 experience. However, differences in the fundamental drivers of HPA then and now suggest the current environment is a healthier one than the housing bubble that preceded the global financial crisis. The third quarter seasonally adjusted Case-Shiller HPA reading of 4.75% quarter over quarter was down slightly from that of the prior quarterly reading when it was 5.17%. This suggests that the recent upward trend in HPA might be attenuating, but the question remains, when will HPA revert to a normal pattern and how volatile will this transition be? To learn more about our study and the results I've outlined here, visit our website www.spglobal.com forward slash ratings and download our recent cross-practice collaborative paper called A Sudden Correction to Fast-Rising U.S. Home Prices Isn't Likely. We'll catch you next time on Take Notes. To subscribe to Take Notes or to view our analyst research, go to spglobal.com forward slash ratings. 
Thank you for listening to Take Notes with Jim Manzi and Tom Shopslocker. 